When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. Hi, Soul Recovery Community. It's Rev. Rachel. And if you are listening to this podcast on the date that it aired, it is October of 2022. And I am actually currently in Mexico doing a work vacation, still doing soul recovery work, but also taking a little time off with my husband and my mom. And this is part of the spiritual journey that I've been on of creating a life that I love, doing something that I love, being of service, being of healthy mind, body, and spirit. So I am choosing to play for you some of my favorite episodes from the bonus content for subscribers and Patreon members. So if you love this content and you want more Rachel, become a Patreon member or Apple Podcast subscriber. The links are in the show notes always or on the website. I hope you enjoy what I picked out for you. For this episode, I wanted to talk about Be the Change. And I want to talk about this because when I was in my relationship with Rich, when things were not going well, I spent a lot of time complaining and lamenting and sharing and talking to my friends and writing in my journal about all the things that I wanted him to do and be different. And I look back now and I can see, I can recognize that I wanted him to be the initiator. You know, we have who is the initiator in having sex all the time in relationships. I hear people all the time talking about how they don't 
get initiation from the other person, or at least in the way that they want it. And I can recognize in my relationship that it was so many aspects of my life that I wanted initiation from him specifically, but I'm going to go ahead and say that it's important for us to not just be looking at our relationships, but looking at all of our life, that there was something that I wanted from somebody else that I would stand back in the energy of having my arms crossed and waiting for somebody else to approach me in some way. And when I didn't get what I wanted, I was irritated. I know I've talked about it before, but there's the five love languages. And I think they're interesting because we can be aware of what the five love languages are, but we often don't really look at how does somebody else need love from us? How does somebody else need connection from us? How does somebody else need to be talked to from us so that they feel that we hear them? And I can't tell you how many people over the years, not only in working in soul recovery, but of all my friends and the 52 years of talking to people that we are looking from the outside, wanting somebody to treat us a certain way. And if we're honest with ourselves, we're not treating them the way that they want to be treated. So last night I had a really good girlfriend over for dinner and it was so fun to have somebody over at the house. We're still slowly coming out of the COVID and having people over and we're having our dessert afterwards and we're sitting in the living room and talking about our lives and talking about when the kids were little and the cabin that Rich built for my mom up in the mountains and how he was gone and and just sort of our life stuff. And we were actually talking about how much better we get along now and how far we've come and all the potential that there is in life and to keep your head up and, you know, all these really good things. And what I got out of that conversation at one little point was Rich wanted to point out all the changes that I've made in how I respond to him and how that has affected him on a positive side. And that is a great conversation to have and a great awareness to have. But what I heard him saying in my not healthy little tiny moment that I still have, still have those, was I was the reason why things were entirely bad that it was all about me making the change that affected the positive change. And I caught myself having this little moment of wanting him to also take responsibility for his stuff and for the parts that he had in our relationship that were unhealthy. And then I caught myself almost right away thinking to myself, that is not what it's about. What you have learned and what you teach and what you share with others is to turn the attention to ourselves and recognize that our own reactions, our own responses, the way that we show up in a relationship or in a friendship or at work is the only place that we have control. And when I had that little breath, the relief that came over me and the knowing that that is where my healing lies That It is true that we both have changed, but when he's recognizing my change, I should see the positive part of that and not immediately go to a negative place. And so the success for me was that I was able to pop out of that 
almost immediately. And I also had this moment that I want to share with you that I thought to myself, what if that's true? What if it is true that in his mind, he is behaving, acting, thinking, seeing, being, doing exactly everything as he did before when I was in an unhealthy state and I'm actually seeing, feeling, and witnessing it in a totally different way. What if that's true? Now, I don't actually think that's true because we're both not drinking. We both communicate different. We respond to each other differently. We are in a much healthier place, but it it actually doesn't matter because the only place that I have control in how it's being is through me. So I had to have that moment where I said, it could totally be true that this whole better life comes down to my changing my perspective. And if that is the case, then congratulations to me because I did all this work and look at how happy our life is now. So how do you become the change that you want to see when you're in a place where what you see is not all that great? When we're feeling unloved and unsupported and unconnected, It can be pretty hard to show up in a situation and be a supportive, loving, connected human being. But that's where we start. And it's literally little baby steps. One of the things that I remember happening in my relationship was changing the tone of how we talk to each other first thing in the morning. And that when our lives were really stressful, that you woke up in the morning, there was just so much stuff going on. And so it was more like just getting going with the things of the day. And there wasn't a moment of affirmation where you just cheerfully said, good morning. I remember when that started being my first priority in the day was to make sure that what came out of my mouth was that I was the first person to say good morning because I could start the day with an intention I could start the day with an energy and I could start the day with a mood. And since I only have control of myself, I'm going to start the day with that intention and that energy and that mood. So immediately the first time that we would see each other, one of us usually gets out of bed before the other one, I would make sure to be the first one to say, good morning, honey. It made a change. It made a change because in the past, there might have been an immediate jump to what's happening today, what's going on, what are the plans. It didn't have a warmness to it. And now we have this regular routine of positive, kind words to each other that start the day. And when he does it to me and he's the first one that says something to me and I'm the one coming up the stairs and he says a sweet, good morning, honey, it feels really good. And I don't have an expectation for it. I have an appreciation for it because I know that it's different than what we did before. So likewise, if I am in a situation with somebody where I'm hoping to get called or I really want to chat or I need something, in the past, I think that I would have thought that they should know that I need help, that I could use support, something that is that part where we think that somebody else, either friends family, spouses, co-workers, or mind readers, and that we shouldn't have to ask for what we need. And that is entirely untrue. We need to have clarity of asking for what we need in a way that lets them know exactly what it is and also offers support to them 
to make sure that they know that we will help them with what they need to get what we need. It is not anymore about trying to be the winner. It's about having all parties be the winner. Not that one is the winner and one is the loser. That we all together are coming together and trying to have the best outcome. So when you're in a relationship with somebody where you might not be having them tell you that they love you and you want to hear that word of affirmation, you want to hear that you're loved, you want to hear that you're appreciated, you don't want to have to be in a situation that is unhealthy where you're saying something in the hopes of getting it back. That's another major shift in how we think. What we're shifting from is giving what it is that feels good to us, that is right to us, without the expectation of the same in return. Because we don't want to be doing things for a tit-for-tat, I'll give, you give back relationship. We're changing our attitude to a, I'm here to be of service, I'm here to be of integrity. I'm here to live from my true whole self and offer my true whole self. And that what the other person is doing or responding from means less and less and less in terms of how you feel about yourself. That you love getting those words of affirmation, but you're not saying, I love you, because what you want to hear is, I love you back. You're saying, I love you because you love them. And then you're letting go of what's on the other side. This is very similar to the amending podcast that I did recently, that we're giving this aspect of ourselves and letting go of the need for a return. This is not an exchange of goods. This is not a transaction. This is a gift. When you have clarity about what it is that you want to change, When you have clarity about what it is that you need in your life and you start being the one that shows up with it first, other people will follow. Another example in my life is that I used to be really frustrated about chores and whose job it was to do what and that I felt like I had a regular paying day job and then I would come home and and do the chores. But every time I did the chores, I was so aggravated. I was so irritated that I wasn't just doing it because it was something that needed to be done. And I had this light bulb moment where I thought to myself, if Rich and I get divorced, I'm going to be doing this stuff anyway. If we get divorced, I'm going to be raising the kids on my own anyway. I'm going to be doing laundry. I'm going to be cleaning the kitchen. I'm going to be taking care of the kids. Why am I setting up an expectation that I have not had clarity with him about exactly what it is that I'm needing and wanting. I'm wanting him to show up and just know and do exactly what I think he should be doing without that clarity of expectation. And I'm also not doing it from a place of love in myself. And I want him to be doing it from a place of love from himself. And that awareness was huge for me. And if I need something done, I can certainly ask him for it. But what I came to realize was my aggravation over doing these tasks had more to do with a desire for connection, a desire for having us understand what was happening in our lives, maybe the stresses that we were feeling or the communication that needed to be happening, the emotional intimacy that I was looking for. 
and that doing laundry or dishes or whatever didn't actually matter. It didn't actually matter. I really was just feeling like I wasn't getting in other places. And so when I started showing up to do those particular tasks from a heart space, from a place of, I want to do these things because I like having a house that's picked up. I like having a sink that is clean and clear at bedtime and the dishwasher's running while we sleep. I like feeling like the clothes are taken care of. Now, we got to a place where there was clarity of, I'm not putting everyone's clothes away. And if I didn't have time to do laundry, I could ask in a healthy way and let everybody know what was going on with me and I wasn't going to have time to do it. And people did their own laundry or they cleaned up their own stuff. Or you could say, hey, can you pick this up or spend a little time with me doing these things? But because I was the one that was setting the intention, that I was setting the example of coming into it with tenderness, with excitement, with love, with service, then I get the service from the other side. We spend so much time and energy looking at what's not working. We spend so much time and energy judging and comparing and having competition over other people, not only in our work life and our friends, but in our family. I do more. You should be doing more. I do too much here. You don't do enough. That we create a place where it's hard for each person to show up in a way that feels right to the other partner. So if we can be the change without feeling like we're being the change because we're demanding that the other person falls in line, but just being the change because it is the right thing for us to do in our own lives to be in integrity of who we are. What if you send a card to somebody and they never say anything back, or you send somebody a gift and they never respond back. The needing the thing back from the other person takes away from the knowledge in ourselves that we did what felt right for us, that we were being the change. We were living the life of our wholeness and being exactly who we know that we are. We can stop needing everything else around us to circle around our sun in our own solar system. Funny how we all think that we're our own solar systems and everybody should be revolving around us. When the way that I see it is the universal consciousness, the higher power, that is the center. The center is love. The center is kindness. The center is compassion. And if we can all be circling around that, then there's more peace, there's more kindness, there's more love, there's more compassion. We are actually putting our center into what it is that we want in our own life. When you're in a difficult relationship, this is a lot harder. It's clearly a lot easier when things are going well. But even with your children that you might be struggling with, to begin to allow them to just be who they are and not need back from them something with your spouse, to just love them and see them for who they are, not the behaviors that are complicated and painful and difficult, but the human being, the soul that is underneath there, that is just as beautiful and amazing as your soul who is beautiful and amazing. 
we all have stuff that is complicated. We all have stuff that is brought in through all of our past experiences. We're all living through our past experiences. And what this Be the Change offers you is to begin to let go of how tightly that stuff holds on to you and directs what's going on in your life now, how much projection you're putting on from the past to your current experience. When we stop needing the other person to be the first one to say they're sorry first, to say they love you first, to volunteer for a project first, to offer to help first, We start being the whole person that we are and modeling the kind of behaviors that feel good to us, not because we want them to respond, but because they feel good to us. When we can just be happy in our existence, even when it's tough, maybe not happy, maybe at ease, or maybe just aware, or maybe not triggered so much, we are being successful. Because we often think that when we get the help around the house from our spouse or from our kids, or when we get help at work, or if somebody says these certain things to us, that we're going to actually feel happiness, that we'll feel joy, that our lives will be better, that something will be fixed, that it will be different. And Sometimes we find out that when those things happen, we actually internally don't feel any different because we haven't allowed ourselves to really embody that self-love that is the most important love. So by being the change, what we're doing is we're interacting and being in the world and a life that is actually who we are. Finding that love for ourselves of who we are And what happens around us means less and less and less. Although I have found that as I do this practice, everything around me changes. So maybe Rich is totally the same. Maybe it's really my perception that has changed. And if that's the fact, well, wow, what a powerful experience that my perception that I have created somebody that I felt so frustrated with for so many years to somebody that I adore and love so much. I think it's little of all of it. I think that my perception has totally changed. And in that, there is more safety for Richard to be himself, to feel loved by me. And in that safety that we offer each other, the other person is willing to give more. But somebody has to start. Somebody has to be vulnerable and willing to get hurt. And can we make it through that pain? I believe we can. I believe that you have the strength and everything that you need that even if you put yourself out there and it doesn't end up being exactly what you needed or wanted, you need it and want it less. Because the real connection, the real foundation, the real happiness is coming from an internal place that is connected to you and your connection to source and higher power. That is the freedom. And if you are the change, you can be the change in the world, be the one who opens the door, be that person who buys the coffee for the person behind you. Be the person who speaks with an integrity and kindness. Be the person in the grocery store 
who is connected and interacting directly with the people that you are running into, whether it's the checkout or somebody in line. Be the human being that you are hoping will come back to you because you are mirroring the world around you and it will be mirrored to you. As you change this frequency in yourself that is not a victim anymore, that's not needing something from everyone, that is this void that's sucking energy from people, you begin to change the world around you. You begin to be the light. You begin to give beauty and love and connection and healing to everyone around you. And that in turn brings more of that to you. Your life opens up in ways that are new and different and amazing. If the environment is important to you, be the change. Instead of being so frustrated about what's not working and what isn't happening, start to think about in your own life how you can be the change. Get involved in others who are being the change. Be a light in it and not the darkness that is angry. It'd be really wonderful if that could happen with everybody all at once and we could make huge changes that change the environment and climate change and war and how we interact with each other, but think it's going to continue to be a slow and arduous journey. But you're here on soul recovery, which means that you care. And you're here on soul recovery, which means that you care about you and yourself and how you walk the earth. So choose happiness. Choose to be the first one to say hello. Choose to see things differently. Choose to have the miracle of a change of perception. You get to choose what your life is going to be. And you only have control of yourself. So choose well. I'm here for you. If you want to work with me and do some soul recovery work on how to be the change, how to affect this in your life, book a coaching session with me. We can work on it together. This is such deep, important stuff, and it really will transform your life in ways you can't even imagine right now, but you need support. So I encourage you to reach out to me and let's do this work together. I can't wait to see the transformations that are happening with my help and just out in the world. You are doing great soul recovery. Thanks for listening. Until next time, namaste. Are you wondering, how do I go deeper on my path to soul recovery? Or how do I support this great podcast? Well, here's how. Here's your call to action. If you're ready for real inner change, and would like to work directly with me, visit the website and book a coaching session. I'm here to support you on your unique path. I'm here to help you let go of the past, to deepen your connection with your higher power, whatever that is for you, and to discover and then step forward into a happy and healthy life. You can also become part of our soul recovery community. One way is to join the support group. It's the first Monday of every month. It's by Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and you can register on the website to get your Zoom link. Recover your souls on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, lots of ways to connect, and there's even a private Facebook group that will allow for more communication and conversation about soul recovery. 
There is also an extra bonus episode every Friday if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber or Patreon member. I'd also love all of the listeners to subscribe on the website so that I can keep you informed on what's going on with the podcast, the community, with me, and anything that's up and coming and new and great about soul recovery. Also, if you just take a little bit of time to give me five stars, a quick review, and to share the podcast with your friends and family, we're helping even more people to have soul recovery in their lives. If this podcast is providing you spiritual nourishment and inspiration, thank you, thank you for going to the website and pushing the donate button, whatever donation feels right to you. This means so much to me because I have this enormous mission of sharing soul recovery with the world and your donations, your bookings, your subscriptions, your being part of this community is helping that to happen. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.